Hello, and welcome to the Foundations Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Link. Last time, we talked about the process of approaching issues and seeing what the Bible says about them. Now, of course, in order to know what the Bible says about issues, well, you have to know how to study it. It's not always easy to figure out the message of the Bible. Now, there are some passages that are super straightforward and easy to understand. And then there are others. And when we run into those other passages, how can we know what they mean? In this short episode, I'll give you some tips on how to find the meaning of Scripture and figure out how it applies to our lives today. Now, before we get started, I want to introduce a couple of terms to you. Exegesis versus eisegesis. So exegesis, spelled E-X-E-G-E-S-I-S, comes from the Greek term spelled E-X-E-G-E-I-S-T-H-I, which I shouldn't try to pronounce. It's like exegesti. I, I, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. But it means to explain or to interpret. Exegesis is drawing out the meaning from the text. Now, eisegesis is the opposite. Eisegesis is injecting meaning into the text. Eisegesis is similar to proof texting. While exegesis is looking to see what the passage says, proof texting is when you go look for a passage to say something. Proof texting is when you pull an isolated verse out of context to prove your presupposition. Now, these texts shown as proof of a point may not accurately reflect the meaning of the text. We don't want to do eisegesis. We want to do exegesis. When we study the Bible, we need to establish a baseline. And that's this. The Bible means what it means. That's what it means. It does not mean different things for different people. It means what it means. So how do you find that out? Well, you find that out by shedding light on the passage. Imagine you're in a dark room with a passage of Scripture in front of you. These next steps are designed to shine a light on the text in a way that allows you to see the truth in the text. The Bible was written in a real time, by real people, in real situations. God inspired that person to write it. And for us to fully understand it, we need to know three key things. One, what is the author's intended meaning? What does it say? Two, what is the truth in the text? And three, how does it apply to our lives now? The Bible is a collection of 66 books written over hundreds of years. Each book is different, each one written to a specific audience, each one filled with God's message to the world. So how do we study it? Well, you begin with prayer. You pray that God will help you find the meaning of the text that he inspired. Next, we want to find out what the text says. Uh, Start by getting access to study materials. There are some great study Bibles with helpful info. The internet has entire commentaries available online for free. Read different sources. And let me put a caveat here. Make sure you know the worldview of those sources. More than once I've stumbled onto an article that I thought, hey, this is exactly what I'm looking for. And then you find out it was written by members of a theological cult. And also don't read just one source. Read lots of different sources. So some things to consider as we uh, begin to see what the text actually says. First is context. What is the book talking about? What is the chapter talking about? What are the verses around this verse talking about? What's the context of this passage? Is there an original language difference? Did you know that English has three tenses, past, present, and future? Well, the Greek has seven. Does that impact the meaning of the verse? Sometimes multiple Greek or Hebrew words can be translated into the same English word. 
The Greek words agape and eros mean very different things, but both can be translated as love. History. When was it written? What was happening in the area and the time that it was written? How does this affect the meaning of the text? Is there anything that would have influenced the language being used or, or what the author might have been talking about? Author, who wrote it? What is their style? What is their history? Where do they come from? Luke writes very differently than Matthew. Paul writes differently than Luke. Who's the audience? Who was it written to? What is the audience like? Do they have a history or tradition that the author may be speaking into? Is it writing for Gentiles? Is it writing for Jews? How does knowing this help you understand the text? And what does it say? Bearing all of these things in mind, what is the text actually saying? And then you begin to look at what the text means. What is the truth in the text? Is there any reason to think that the text means something besides what's said, besides a literal interpretation? What's the genre of writing? Is it history? Is it poetry? Is it letters? Is it prophecy? Is it apocalyptic literature? And if so, how does that affect the meaning? What do other passages say about the same subject? A systematic approach to theology helps prevent misinterpretation. Scriptures that talk about the same subject can be used to shed light on passages that may be harder to understand. Don't neglect clear passages about a subject to focus on harder ones. Is there anything from history which help us to know more deeply what it's saying? Um, is, there, is the passage talking about some kind of sacrificial ritual? Can we go find out what that ritual was? Is it talking about measurements or ways of building? Can we go find out what those were and help us understand what the text means today? Read different translations. Where do they differ? What, which one is the most accurate? There's a whole podcast worth of info on the differences in translations. Books have been written about this and books that can help you find out and understand translations of the biblical texts, how they translated them, what their goal was in the translation, and how that affects what you read when you read it in English. What have others said about this passage? Use those commentaries. Use those study tools. Use a variety of tools. Don't neglect what others have already said and studied about this passage. Ask questions about the passage. Who, what, where, why, when, how. Ask yourself, what is the truth in this passage? What am I, what am, what am I being told? What is, what is in here? And finally, once you've figured out what it says and what the truth in the passage is, how does this apply to my life? Now, I believe God speaks to us through the Bible even today. You can study a passage and God will bring something to your attention that you need to learn at that moment. Or you may recall a bit of biblical knowledge and meaning at a key time in your life. The Bible means what it means, but the Holy Spirit may illuminate a piece of that meaning for different people at different times. We may read the same passage of history, and you may have something stick out to you that reminds you of a biblical truth and that resonates differently in you. That doesn't mean that the passage means something different, just that God revealed or reminded you of something different than me. So that's it. That's a brief look on how to study the Bible. The more you do it, the easier it will become. Now, this is not an exhaustive course in how to study the Bible, but hopefully it can give you some tips on shedding light in the passages of Scripture. I believe that it's not only possible for you to know what the Bible means, but that God wants each of us to know the truth within Scripture. So read it and study it. And a final note. In this podcast, in your pastor's sermons, in your teacher's lessons, people are going to tell you what they believe a text means. It's up to you to do your own reading and research to know if what they've said is true. Be like the Bereans in Acts 17.11. Examine the scriptures daily to see if what you have been told is correct.
Thanks for being with us. Next time, we'll take a look at the way we view the world with modern lenses. We will contrast a lens of eternity versus a lens of Western civilization. Specifically, we'll look at slavery, polygamy, and other bad stuff in the Bible. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star rating. That helps other people find the podcast. If you didn't enjoy the podcast, feel free to send me an email and complain. Or if you have questions, send me an email and maybe I can answer them for you on a later show. Send them to scott at scottlinkmedia.com. Thanks, and I'll talk to you next time.